0: I'm Jen Lehman, Chartered Surveyor and Co-Founder of Property Elite. Welcome to our weekly CPD podcast, full of advice, tips and knowledge to help you ace your APC or ASOC RICS assessment. You might also find this podcast helpful to fulfil your annual CPD hours if you're already a qualified Chartered Surveyor. In this week's blog, we take a look at the RICS CPD requirements for candidates and qualified members. We also take a look at some of our favourite CPD resources, including our bespoke CPD webinar. CPD stands for Continuing Professional Development. It's a requirement of rule six of the RICS rules of conduct for members. CPD is defined by RICS as the systematic updating and enhancement of skills, knowledge, and competence that takes place throughout your working life. It should be closely linked to your current work. CPD is a commitment made by RICS members and candidates to continually update their skills and knowledge in order to remain professionally competent. CPD can include a wide range of sources, such as online and face-to-face webinars, seminars and conferences, meetings, academic courses, private study, mentoring, on-the-job training, and the final year of an RICS accredited part-time or distance learning degree. Candidates and members can decide on their own CPD strategy, ensuring that it complements their area of practice and competency choices. However, careful consideration must be given to gaining CPD in a structured manner and reflecting on lessons learnt. So what are the requirements for APC candidates? For structured training candidates, you must complete a minimum of 48 hours CPD per 12 month structured training. For Prelim Review candidates, you must complete a minimum of 48 hours CPD prior to submitting for Prelim Review, updated again prior to submitting for final assessment. Essentially, this means that all RICS APC candidates will have completed a minimum of 48 hours CPD prior to submitting. At least 50% of this must be allocated to formal development. Your CPD hours are calculated on a rolling period from the date you submit for assessment. This means that candidates need to ensure that their CPD hours fall within the required 12 or 24 month period, working back from their submission date. during the final assessment interview, a candidate's CPD record will be scrutinized by their assessors. So be prepared for questions on anything included within this. So what are the requirements for RICS SPA APC candidates? For the Senior Professional Assessment, candidates have slightly different requirements to meet, more akin to those of members. This requires a minimum of 20 hours CPD over the last 12 months. Again, at least 50% must be formal. For ASOC RICS candidates, you need a minimum of 48 hours CPD in the 12 months prior to submitting. Again, 50% must be formal. If you're an RICS member defined as being ASOC RICS, MRICS or FRICS, you must undertake at least 20 hours CPD by the 31st of December each year, i.e. the year runs from January to December. This must be recorded using the RICS online system by the 31st of January each year. Each year, RICS regulation undertake random comprehensive reviews using the system. At least 10 hours of the total, i.e. 50% must be allocated to formal development. Members must also undertake a three-yearly RICS online ethics assessment, which can count as formal CPD. There are certain exemptions to the minimum requirements, such as maternity, paternity, adoption or family raising leave, unemployment or being on long-term sick leave. Formal CPD is defined as... Any form of structured learning that has clear learning objectives and outcomes, such as a professional course, structured online training, technical authorship, learning that includes an assessment measure, essentially. This can include self-managed learning, as long as it has a clear learning outcome clearly linked to the member's development needs. There is a common myth that formal CPD needs to be paid for training, which just isn't true. Formal CPD can be any structured learning with a clear learning objective and outcome. Informal CPD is defined as any self managed learning that is relevant or related to your professional role. This can include activities such as private study, on the job training, attendance at informal seminars or events where the focus is on knowledge sharing. However, there are a few things that do not count as CPD which should be always planned and relevant to you and your role, with a clear learning objective. Examples include networking, social events, informal team building or planning events and involvement on boards, committees or clubs that have little or no relevance to your professional role. If you head to our blog, you can find the RICS guidance on whether activities count as CPD and whether your CPD is formal or informal. So to round off this week, we're going to give you our top five CPD resources this spring. Number one, head to our website. We've got a full range of three CPD resources, including ebooks, revision quizzes, YouTube channel, podcast and of course our blog. Two, we can also provide bespoke CPD webinars for up to six participants on a wide range of topics including all RICS and ASOC RIC's technical and mandatory competencies. Three, the RICS website currently provides a wide range of free CPD resources, including the online ethics module. Four, the EG Property Podcast provides excellent free content to listen to relating to the built environment and property industry. Fifth, the Designing Buildings Wiki discusses a wide range of issues relating to the built environment. And as a bonus the Lionheart website provides additional support to our ICS professionals which candidates and members are likely to find helpful. That's it for this week, head to our website to find out more by reading our blog or watching our short CPD summary videos on YouTube. You can also access our free and paid support resources including ebook guides, revision quizzes, submission review, APC question pack Emoc interview and various discounted support packages. We also provide a free 15-minute consultation and/or review of your referral report if you've been referred. So just sign up using the link on our website. You can also use the chat function on the website for any burning questions. So.